Customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet can often be hard to achieve. Tune in monthly as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX podcast. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Experience Better, the CX podcast. I'm your host, Scott Thompson, Senior Partner Relationship Manager at Kubra. The importance of providing innovative solutions to cash paying customers. While many customers have embraced digital payment methods, there are still some customers who prefer cash. Today, we're going to look at who are they, why do they still like cash, and what can utilities do to help these customers? In this episode of Experience Better, the CX podcast, we speak with Regina Culado, Customer Service Manager at Golden State Water, to learn more about what they've done to meet the needs of their cash paying customers. Regina, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate you taking the time. How are things? Oh, I'm glad to be here, Scott. Thank you for having me. Things are hectic uh, considering the drought and the COVID emergency, but we're coping and continuing to serve our customers. uh, There you go. Perfect. Well, that's what we want to get into. And and we're talking, as I said, a little bit about the cash paying customers today. So for those who aren't familiar with GSW, why don't you just let our listeners know, uh, tell us a little bit about more Gold State Water. What services do you provide? What's your customer demographic and what communities do you serve? Mm -hmm. Sure, I'd be glad to. Well, Golden State Water is an uh, American State Water Company. We've been in business for 90 years. We serve water to a million customers in about 80 communities. So we have about 214,000 residential customers versus out of 260,000 accounts. About uh, 70% of our customers pay electronically. Um, and 38% receive their bills electronically as well. We do have about 16% of our customers enrolled in our low-income program. But we serve uh, 80 communities from Northern California in the Sacramento, Clear Lake area, down through the coastal areas of Santa Maria, in a couple of nearby towns, and then all through the metropolitan area, of Los Angeles and the foothills towards San Dimas and down to the mountain desert, all the way down to El Centro. Well, you make it sound so beautiful when you describe it like that, the mountain <laughs> deserts. It's just, yeah, it's, 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 an, it's nice imagery you use there. So who are your cash paying customers and why is cash still preferred by many of your customers at this point? Sure. Well, uh, Golden State Water, because of the vast uh, area that we cover in California, we had 20, we have 20 local uh, ser- customer service areas. And each of those service areas pre-COVID had walk-in offices where the main purpose of that office was to take in payments. And um, prior to COVID in 2019, we started to assess um, our presence online and what we are able to provide to our customers. And we fi- uh, figured that 33% of the calls that we take into customer service center could be offloaded online. So we started looking at beefing up our online opportunity, our capabilities other than just um, presenting our e-bills. And we worked on beefing that up with uh, our partners. Kubra was one of them. Um, and we also started looking at if we offload um, certain things online, we did not want to leave our cash paying customers. We're, there were about 26,000 
cash-paying customers throughout those 20 local offices. Um, so we st- pre-COVID, we started working with Kubra on utilizing the retail cash payment option using the barcode. The barcode was downloadable from our website, but not a lot of our customers were using it. So we started thinking of ways to deliver the barcode to our cash-paying customers. So with that many offices that customers are able to walk in, we still had 11% of our customers bringing their payments uh, to the cash counter. Um, half of them, or about 26,000, were actually paying by cash. And the cost of processing these payments through local offices is at $5.26 per payment. So we started looking at our online presence and our online capabilities, where I mentioned earlier that 70% of our customers pay uh, using online methods, which costs as low as 15 cents per transaction. So although we beefed up our online presence and, and tried to move our customers from, from the cash office payments, we still did not want to um, leave our cash payers without any options. So prior to COVID, around 2019, um, we started working with Kubra to utilize the retail cash payment barcode. It was downloadable from our website, at that point, but not many of our customers were actually going into um, those options and, and downloading the, the barcode. So we thought the best way to do it would be to deliver the barcode to them. And sure enough, we're glad that we started that effort uh, because once COVID hit and we were ordered to close our cash counters and everybody was working from home, we were able to send our 26,000 cash customers um, letters delivering their barcode, letting them know that they can still pay by cash um, utilizing their local uh, local retailers that um, are either closer to their homes or, or even their workplace. One of the... Um, one of the things that we were also thinking of in terms of our customers' experience is that, especially in the metropolitan areas, um, going to the local office from our customers' residences um, mean a lot of traffic and a lot of inconvenience. So uh, bringing, get, bringing them the barcode um, and allowing them to pay through the local retailers was more convenient for them anyway. Wow, there's a lot there. So let's let's unpack that a little bit. So you're saying 10 to 11% of your customers were using these walk-in centers and you had about 20 some odd of them. And I can only imagine the cost associated with keeping those cash centers, you know, walk-in centers open. Obviously there's rent associated to it and obviously employees to pay. So what were some of the, I guess, some of the feedback when, when we experienced COVID and these cash centers did close, what did you experience as an organization? Because you'd already put some pre-planning into this, you know, uh, yeah. ahead of time uh, with the, yeah. uh, you know, retail cash solution. What were your customers saying yeah. about it? Um, well, we tracked the 26,000 customers that paid by cash through these local offices. And amazingly enough, um, majority of them were able to find different options um, to utilize ex- especially our electronic payment options, uh, going to the cash, uh, going to our um, local offices to pay through the cash counters meant um, it cost the company $5.26 per transaction. 
but our customers were able to pivot and utilize like online options. We saw an increase of um, from 7% to 20% of our customers paying via online ACH, one-time payment option. And then our auto bill pay enrollments went up um, by 11%. Actually, we were... Originally, we had 2,000 enrollments a month, but once we put the application online and allowed customers to submit their applications that way, we increased their enrollments by 11%, which was like 3,000 for the for the first six months of the pandemic, we were seeing like 3,000 enrollments a month. So we also did see notice that the cash paying customers for the duration of uh, 2020, from April to December of 2020, they were using multiple payment options. About 43% of them were using multiple payment options. But uh, towards January to June of 2021, um, only 17% utilized multiple payment options and the rest of them were kind of settling into their payment of choice. Um, 24% of them were paying by credit card. Um, 28% of them chose to mail their checks. And um, only about 5% of them re- remain paying by cash using the retail cash uh, payment barcode. So, okay, perfect. That's a beautiful segue. Why don't you walk us through a little bit about Walk us through the solution, the cash payment solution that you put in place. Sure. Um, so the barcode that was download, downloadable from our online portal, we what we did was we worked with Kubra to be able to print it as a, as a badge. We originally wanted to print it on our bills, but um, we're still going through some programming internally to accommodate that, but Cooper was able to work with us in putting that in a um, single mailer on the fly or on demand, but eventually we were able to put it also on our reminder notice. So we were able to put the um, barcode on our reminder notices to allow customers who had delinquent bills to pay by cash, um, especially the ones that don't have bank accounts, and we feel like a portion of our customers continue to use cash um, because currently we are offering that option at no cost to them. We are footing the $1.99 transaction fee um, because because of the unavailability of our uh, local offices as a place to pay. So how how has it been going for you? What are the results so far that you've seen? I know it's obviously a weird time with COVID. Um, you know, everybody's been obviously experiencing the, the different world that we live in right now. How have things been progressing for you and, and GSW on that front? I guess not hearing from customers is one way to gauge that um, they're... Right. No um, news is good news, <laughs> right? <laughs> No news is good news, but also the increase in usage of the other payment options and more the electronic lower cost uh, payment options is really the results that we're seeing is overwhelming. Our paperless enrollment has increased by 21% during this period. And we've seen increases in, like I said, increases in the use of online payment options by our customers. We've also seen a reduction in um, calls 
incoming calls at the call center. And when we look at um, what has been reduced, it's actually the billing inquiries have been reduced because our customers have transitioned to uh, looking up their accounts online by enrolling in our MyGSWater um, customer account portal. So a lot of, and it may be also, um, it may have been accelerated. Enrollment in, in our portal may have been accelerated by COVID because people are now, you know, getting used to doing everything online, including ordering their groceries and um, and whatever they do and yep. uh, whatever they buy from Amazon, et cetera. So, so you made so, a, a yeah. good point. And, and you said that you do offer other channels, uh, obviously trying to get away from the paper-based checks and things like that. What other channels does GSW offer um, for your cash paying customers and other customers in general from as payment options? Right. So, of course, we still have the uh, mailed-in check options, which a number of our commercial customers use, uh, including uh, uh, 20, 30, less than 30% of our residential customers. Uh, we have a one-time online payment um, available uh, at our portal. And we also have the automatic bill payment where we could, um, we could directly take the payment out of our customers' uh, bank accounts that they enroll in, into the program. Uh, we also have the credit debit card um, option and uh, and then the of course the barcode option for um, our yeah our cash paying customers. Absolutely. So you know, just want to sum up a little bit. Thank you to COVID. I mean, there's not a lot of things we can thank COVID for, but your organization has clearly seen an, an uptick in online payments and true paperless billing. Um, and other payment options over and above yield, you know, paper checks stuffed into an envelope with a stamp on it. So uh, obviously you are well positioned in good time uh, for COVID and, and your customers are obviously, uh, you know, seeing the benefits of that. And I'm sure you've probably seen an uptick in your JD Power and Associates scores. So, uh, which as you know, are all the rage these days, particularly for utilities and uh, any, org any service organization out there. Yeah, um, yeah, we do keep track of the JD Power results. Um, in the last two years in the Western region, we've scored um, top two or top three with just one or two points uh, between the leader and us. So, yeah, we, we feel that um, the cap capabilities that we've built online and the leveraging of the services um, that our partners make available to us to make the services that we offer to the customers available uh, online uh, information is also accessible and it's easy for them, um, easy for them to use at any time um, that's convenient for them. And, you know, the double whammy, the win-win, you know, the increased customer satisfaction and, and, you know, increased customer experience, lower costs on your side, you know, not having to pay the walk-in centers, lower calls into the call center, just, um, you know, win, win, win all the way around. So uh, I congratulate you and your organization and your efforts because it, it's obviously paying off. So Regina, yeah, here we go. So. Here is uh, the spontaneous question that you probably weren't expecting today is because this is a customer experience podcast, we love to hear from our guests on telling us about a time when you had an incredible customer experience. And, you know, it could be from any industry, any experience, but uh, we love to hear 
uh, about quality customer service, customer experience, and give shout outs to those customers and clients who are providing the service. So do you have a, a story for us that you want to possibly share? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, my family and I, you know, we, the, the main thing we do for fun is traveling and going out to restaurants. So this July 4th weekend, we went and visited some family in Virginia Beach. And uh, we uh, went to this brunch um, place that was very popular. And of course, when you go to a popular place during a holiday weekend, you expect that service is going to be slower than usual and that it's going to be so hectic. So we settled in our table. It was a nice table outdoor, outdoors. And somebody, uh, a waitress came over and quickly took our order for appetizers and we were enjoying our appetizers it was like a farm to table uh restaurant so it was everything tasted delicious but um the minutes were going by and um we were noticing that they hadn't taken our order yet so we were just trying to be patient because the restaurant was full and they did um keep an eye on us by uh replenishing some of our appetizers and our drinks but uh, you know it's quickly was taking too long when someone from our table did approach uh, another waitress and said can somebody take our order and they came over very apologetic and um, we were friendly you know we were not unruly and um, they they were kept apologizing and um, indicated that they would take care of us so they brought in our meal we enjoyed it Um, it did take some time but that also meant that we had a lot more time to talk to the family that we were visiting. And, and at the end of the meal, um, the waitress came over and said, oh, here's your check. And uh, when we opened the, the bill, it, um, they comped us the whole meal because they were so embarrassed at the, at the weight uh, that we experienced. And um, you know, to me, that was just delightful because even though we didn't complain, too much. I mean, we did say, can somebody finally take our order? Right. They they were watching us. They were watching us the whole time and they were very concerned and they treated us like guests in their home, even though they were a popular place. Because a lot of popular places might just say, hey, uh, we're worth the whole time, right? Or we're, yep. we're, we're worth the wait time. And, but anyway, so they comped us and we were delightfully surprised. So uh, of course we made up, um, we made up for what they comped us um in the tip because we were delighted, classy. right? Yeah, classy <laughs> move. And, I like that. Yeah. And we were raving about the place to anyone that we got a chance to talk to about it. So, you, or you asked us about our tip. Yeah. You know what? You said it. Uh, like we were guests in their home, and and I think that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. And that is so rare in today's day and age. Uh, it, you know, puts a smile on my face knowing that it still happens out there. And I know it does, but just hearing about it is is great news. All is not lost in the world. <laughs> no, there's still some uh, establishments that provide that great service. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Regina, mm-hmm. thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Uh, enjoyed the time with you and talking about this and uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Scott. That's all for Experience Better, the CX podcast. If you like the show, Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions and continue the conversation with us on Twitter or Facebook at Kubra Way. That's K-U-B-R-A-W-A-Y or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Thank you, everyone.